Hey everybody, it's Sid here with the cold opening. Um, I, I've had this audio in the can since October and just have not had a chance to get to it, to the editing and that. Things have been really, really busy. Um, and so here I am now, uh, attempting to put this together. Uh, I apologize for the delay, but hey, the good news is now you got something new to listen to. Uh, so for, to all four or six of our listeners, however many we're up to now. Sorry for the delay, but enjoy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Is it going to overflow? Nope, nope, it didn't overflow. <laughs> Foaming, though. It's a bit frothy. It's a, pr- it's a bit rabid. It's a bit frothy. You smell those bananas? No. No. It's like a banana kind of tone. Tone? Yeah. When they say hints of banana, that's what they mean. Essence of banana. Here, I'll give you this one. It's less foamy. Cheers. Cheers. That's good. Tastes like a circus peanut. Yeah. But not really. But better. Yeah. So because it has alcohol. <coughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's fucking do this. Do it. Well, welcome to, I think we're up to the actual 10th episode really? of Drinks and Talks. Oh, happy anniversary. Is it real? Is is that really an anniversary when there's just 10 episodes? Happy first season. <laughs> it, you know how like some shows like, oh, the 100th episode. Like, oh, we're celebrating the 10th. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, to be fair, we've had other episodes that weren't counted in that yeah. list. We've had a few peanut butter and beanies. We've had our song challenges. We've and had our. Yeah. Yeah, that's I it. I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here now. And I'm pretty sure this is some kind of a record. We've recorded two nights in a row. Because it's 
October 13th, and we're out here on the patio in Studio B, listening to drunks cheering in the background, maybe over by the park, and uh, recording a podcast again. So uh, this is Drinks and Talks. I'm trying to figure out what they're singing. I know, right? It's not Louie Louie. It sounds like country. It could be. Hi, Geppetto. It's like... Right. Something, I don't know. Something. <laughs> All right, so this is Drinks well, and Talks. Drinks and it, Talks. We were going to do yeah. a peanut butter and beanie thing and record while we were at our event today. It was way too loud. Yeah, it was way too loud. There was so much like... Well, okay, well, I guess let's just cut to the chase. What were we doing today? I'd say... We were tasting some not so great wines. Yes, it was we, that we had we had paid for the tasting in advance, but yeah. we got a good deal on these tickets. because oh, yeah. it seemed like there was some sort of error. I, so error, right? And you, I, my point being is, we went to the Riverbank Cheese and Wine Exposition, 2019. 2019, hashtag 2019. Hashtag Riverbank. Hashtag doing it. Hashtag not in Norway. Right. Um, anyway, for those who are locals, there's Techno House. Anyway, for those who are not locals, uh, the small town that we live in, every year for for, uh, for how long? I mean, I know what was going on when I was a kid in the 70s. Yeah. I don't know when they got started. But they got started doing a cheese and wine exposition. Now, I believe the reason they got started is there used to be two cheese manufacturing facilities in downtown Riverbank. Stanislaus Cheese and Riverbank Cheese. And I remember going to them as a kid. You go in there. I mean, they made the cheese on site. I'd go in there and with my parents. And it's like you'd taste this or that. And then you'd buy cheese, you know. Um, and I think that's why they started it. And it includes like a whole like street fair thing. You know, vendors. Vendors and booths and whatnot. Crafty things. Yeah. And and gimmicky things. And yep. toys. And right. And then. And, and fake the, purses. Right. And, the, and the, the street fair portion is free. You just go down there, you walk in and, you know, you wander around. But I mean, the purses are real, but they're just fake brands. Yeah. They're, they're not like. They're, they're high dollar brands yeah. or whatever. But. Um, so, yeah, so the street fair portion is free, but they've always had a wine tasting that went along with it that you had to buy tickets for. It cost money. Well, I think originally you used to just get in line and pay for it to go in and taste wine. But anyway, we bought tickets for it this year because this is the first year that we've had a sitter on this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so no kids means we're going drinking. Sort of. Sort of, right. Um, so we, we go there. Oh, so the tickets, you had already alluded to the tickets. We, yes. We looked online to see how much it was going to be and everything. It was like $20 in two, advance. It was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it said it was $20 per person in advance, $30 at, at the, the door. Yeah. So I went online. I said, okay, well, we, let's do that. What the heck? So we went online, got, uh, went to the thing to order two tickets for us, and it was like oh, 10 bucks each. And I'm going, that's not right. It said 20 it's, I mean, it was literally saying 20 on the little site that I was going through to order them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not right. That's That's got to be for something else. So I back it out and I go through it and I'm finally like, okay, two tickets, 
Riverbank Cheese and Wine 2019 on Sunday. And it was 10 bucks each. And there was like a $2.82 processing fee or some business. Of course. Basically, it was like, so it was like 25 bucks for the both of us to, to get our tickets for this. So, okay. So we do that. And then today, do, do we tell the story about getting the tickets printed? I think no. No. Yeah. There was a debacle with getting we the tickets We got them printed, printed, though. We got them printed. We went down, found some parking, walked over to the event, walked in, carefully avoiding people that we don't want to see. Who, they, they're Modesto famous. Yeah. Yeah, let's just side sidetrack for a moment and say it's like... Ooh, that didn't sound too good. Yeah, the neighbor's compressor has been getting worse and worse when it comes on at night. Yeah. It's crazy. That scared the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so there are people in Modesto and, and the surrounding areas that, I mean, we, we don't like. It's, it's okay, I want to say it's nothing personal, but it, it kind of is something personal. But mm -hmm. it's more of just they're part of that whole Modesto scene. Bad attitude. They think they're so cool and they're... They think they're the shit. Yeah, they think they're so fucking awesome. And we're I, I, in the hierarchy as far as entertainment downtown area goes. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't care. People are going to be who they're going to be, whatever. I, I don't care about that. What I care about is the fact that I don't want to be their friend. And when I used to play in bands and used to be involved with all that, I you kind of had to be quote unquote friends with these people because when you're playing shows, it's 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 all it gets involved. You all get wrapped up in that. Well, I'm not doing that anymore. And I don't think these people are cool. And so, anyway, so we, we were carefully, like, looking the other way. And, <laughs> oh, look at that out there outside the fence and oh, yeah. moving on through. And doing the smiling and kind of speaking, but not to the point, like, where someone could see us really speaking. And, oh, oh yeah, great. Did you, did you see what was going on over there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we got in. Did you did you see who was over there at the booth? Yep. We we got our, our wine glasses. We went in and they the people giving out the wine glasses were very nice. They were very nice. They told us to enjoy ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we went around and there was there was like long lines for each of the tasting tables. And now I'm like, why? And yeah, <laughs> and the, I mean there were okay, there were a couple wines that were Italian wines. And, but I, I'm sure you could get them at BevMo. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like, oh, this is yeah. something rare and different and whatever. So whatever we, you know, we said, what was that? The first one, the first one that we did, we it was just it was some Lem store shelf cab that we tasted. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the label. Copper Ridge. Copper Ridge. There you go. I mean, this is the caliber we're talking about of the wine tasting. That's like. The kind of wine that gets served if you want a glass of wine at Denny's or Perko's or something. Right, it's the house wine of places who don't do wine. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, I mean, 10 bucks is 10 bucks, right? So, yeah. so we tasted. A lot of those other people probably paid even more. <laughs> yeah, so we, we tasted the wines. We were around, there were little cheese nibblers. We'd taste little cheeses, and, you know, it was your basic um, supermarket cheese. Like one of the, the one booth. Was it the guy that had the Prosecco had uh, pepper jack cheese? Yeah. 
who does pepper jack cheese at a wine tasting? You know, I mean, the point of the cheese is, one, you could pair a little bit of flavoring with the wine, and two... Maybe he was going for a sweet and spicy? Well, yeah, but two, <laughs> it cleanses the palate to yeah. prepare you for the next wine. It breaks up the tannic acid on your tongue. Okay, there's a point to it. There's a purpose. Anyway, so we tasted them. We went inside the building. There was a couple more tastings. Now, there was the cheese tasting. There was an actual cheese Yeah, that booth. was awesome. They were amazing. We, we bought tasted, some. Yeah, we bought some cheese, and it came with a... Uh, a cold bag and a, and a like an ice pack thing. Yeah. Yeah. They like actually thought that out. Yeah, they were ready for that. But that was good. So I like that. It's too bad that their cheeses were so kind of like small because yeah. the bag was so big. Right. But we were, I mean, and also we were paying festival prices for their yeah. cheese. You know, it's not like, although their cheeses are definitely high end and worth it, you know, those those packages, if they were in a store, would not be eight dollars a piece like we paid right. for today. Well, no, it was four for thirty. Well, so okay, but so they were eight dollars if you didn't. Yeah, well, buy them four of them at eight is thirty-two dollars. Yeah. So two dollars off. Right. For buying four, but and then you're paying for the the bag. Yeah. And the ice which pack, is, which is totally fine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the cheese was and really, really that good. And paying to be there. Yeah, the <laughs> cheese was really, really that good. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and then. We were going to do the olive oil tasting, and then we were like, no, F this. Is we waited, because the line actually got shorter. Yeah, the line seemed to have gotten shorter. And but there was only two people that were pouring. Yeah. And so they just kept gabbing and gabbing, and then, you know, the chicks were, like, there, and they, like, kept going for more cheese. And I'm like, oh, dude, this isn't just sit here and fucking discuss, you know, your life story mm -hmm. and how olive oil has just completely opened up so many different paths for you in your life and the cheese is amazing right you know there's tons of people here this isn't just sit down and park your ass and you're yeah. at a bar right <laughs> this is taste it and move on you tasted mm. all of it so go yeah move on <laughs> so yeah um are you buying any you're not okay leave right <laughs> so anyway so there was that and now we we discovered after so then we left we left the the wine tasting area to go back out into the rest of the street fair. Because we were getting hungry. Yeah. And we did notice on the way out, I was like, oh, there was another little booth thing. And I wonder, you know, because they were saying something about craft beer. I didn't see anything. I wonder if it was back there. Yeah. But now, given what their selection of wines for tasting was. I bet the beer wasn't I'm going to bet the, the best beer that they would have had on tap as a quote-unquote craft beer would be New Belgium. Really? Um, that's going to be my best. You don't think that, like, Dust Bowl or something like no. local would be there? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe last call. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. May, you're, that's a good point. We do have some breweries around here that are cropping up. And they're not bad. They're not right. great, necessarily. A couple of them have some great... Uh, Dust Bowl is the big one. Yeah. I but think it, last call would be uh, appropriate for the yeah, cheese and yeah. wine. Yeah, because it would be IPA, 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 pale ale, and a red. <laughs> we had that discussion on a previous podcast. So... Right. Well, so anyway, so let's continue about the fair. Yes. You seem like you have something to say. No. Oh. So we went out. We went in search of food. We found food. It's good food. We got, what did we get? We got the calamari. And we got some catfish. And some, it was all deep fried. Yeah. Calamari, calamari, catfish, and fries. And garlic fries, yeah. And it was good. We sat there and we ate it. And, you know, second weekend. You know, I mean, it wasn't the best you ever had. No. But, but second it's week. Fair food. And second weekend in October, you know, it was like, it was not too, too hot to sit outside. Yeah. 
the music though. Oh God. We we would have sat there or even walked around and recorded, you know. But there was but music. Like DJ, like blowing out oh, God. speakers and there being yeah. some feedback, and then bands doing covers and like. And it's just it, yeah, sublime. The D, yeah, the DJ's bullshit. doing like all the hits, the hits, the hits, just the straight like freaking pop Dutch, music. Yeah, some Rick James in there. Right, and it, it's like <laughs> fine. It's not bad music, but it's like it's just loud. I think yeah, he should have toned it down. You a couldn't bit. have a conversation. It was an area where people like could sit down, but it was just too damn close yeah. to the speakers. Yeah, you couldn't sit there and have a conversation with anyone because you got DJ saying. Man, I'm bringing you the best from the 70s, the 80s, and beyond. <laughs> was it sponsored by the river, I wonder? No, I think it was sponsored by um, Mega 100. Mm. <laughs> I'm just there, kidding. It could be. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, then Mega of course, 100. they had, was there just the one band stage, or did they have another? I think there was another one somewhere else. Okay, we didn't even walk the whole fair, because I have things to say about that. But, so, so we had our food. We sat there, and then we went and got a drink. Paid way too much for a fountain drink. Fountain drink? Yeah, happens. It was like $3.50 for a medium. Yeah. And then we looked at each other. I'm like, do you need to do anything? Nope. Want to go? Let's go. So we went to the truck got, and came back home. And it was, that, that was fine. I mean, I enjoyed going out there and spending the time with you and tasting cheap wines and, you know, laughing at Contributing people. to our city yeah, local yeah. Stuff. support the local or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I do want to say this. No, not that. In forty to fifty years, all of the like the retirement homes and the old folk homes are going to be filled with a bunch of people with faded and indeterminate tattoos all over their body. <laughs> you know, and and I mean, don't be wrong. I will be one of them. You know, the tattoos on my back will be like, what? What is that, Sid? That's exactly? hilarious. You know, and and I'm not, I'm not discrediting tattoos at all. I have tattoos. I want more. I'm just saying that, I think that a lot of people, that have jumped on the tattoo bandwagon, because it has become much more popular in the past decade, in the acceptable, much more acceptable the workplace. Yeah, much more even expected. You know, like, it's more often now that you're going to see the person who doesn't have t tattoos than the person who does, you know. Mm -hmm. But but anyway. Um, and again, it, it's like, it's fine. I don't care. And there's some really great artwork out there. But man, how many times are you going to go into the tattoo parlor and like, yeah, could I get, um, could I get like, uh, like some rose vines on my left shoulder and I want them to kind of go over onto my back so when I wear a tank top? Like everyone could see that or you know what I mean it's it's like I, I don't know and I sound like I'm being a snob and snob. I don't care this is my fucking podcast well our <laughs> podcast but you know what I mean is the the tattoos that are on my body I drew them myself and I'm not saying everybody should draw their own tattoos but I think everybody should put as much thought into the tattoos they want to put on their body as if they were drawing it themselves yeah. you know it's like how important and meaningful is this symbolism to you you know the the first tattoo how many I times are you going to see a tribal or barbed wire yeah. tattoo or something uh, yeah the first the first freaking tattoo i got i drew out what i thought i wanted for a tattoo and i pinned it to my mirror 
And I sat there for three years before I actually said, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. Because three years later, I'm like, I still like it. But yeah, you know, the barbed wire, the roses, or just flowers in general. Um, skulls, you know, skulls and, and really, really dramatic, dark art. Like, you know, it's like, I, I don't know how to describe it. There's a particular style I'm thinking of. of you know, it's like... A woman in a bikini with angel wings. <laughs> right. You know, there's an eagle head or something. Tear. Yeah, I'm just like... The clown is crying. Right. And, you know, I mean, and there are people. There are people that get very personal tattoos. And that's cool and good for them. And they work with their artists to get something that they, they want done, you know. But I think that there's just a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are like... Oh yeah, man! I want to get a tattoo, and I totally want it like on my arm. I want it sleeved down to my wrist so people can see that, man, I'm into tattoos. And it's not meaningful to them. It's not. Yeah, I want D seven in this catalog. Right, exactly. Can you do something like that on my yeah. forearm? You know, which is funny because like um, when we were talking the other night to our neighbors to get information on their tattoo artist to see go consult with them. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously. I want us to, because we both talked about getting more ink done, mm-hmm. but I'm actually considering branching out and getting something done right down here. Something's Ooh. very small. Probably a Germanic rune, because I think those things are cool. I love how they look. They mean, they're very personal to me. That's why I have 14 of them on my back. Yeah. 14. <laughs> <laughs> no, breast clear. Oh, sorry, Grandma. It's 1230. Um... <laughs> so, but I have something more to say about street festivals and street fairs and, and that sort of thing, right? Okay. What are you going to say? Okay, so... Well, a couple Give it to me straight. Right, I will. A couple years back, we went to the Castro Valley Artichoke Festival. Yes. Right? And when we went there, there were artichoke tamales. <laughs> I think there was artichoke <laughs> ice cream. It was crazy. There, there was a wine tasting there, but there was like, there was a, there was like a little artichoke thing with the face cut out so you stand behind and put your face and get a pic- take a picture of you being an artichoke you know I mean there was artichoke themes and of course Castroville grows a lot of artichokes so mm-hmm. it's thematically appropriate um, they had uh, when we went there they had a few bands usually they were old white guys playing like either classic, jam bullshit. classic rock or whatever <laughs> yeah hippie jam bullshit um, so there was that but I felt that at least that event was themed around something that wasn't just, oh, well, let's just get a bunch of vendors in. With easy ups. With easy ups. Selling, just, like, hawking their stuff. Yeah, close down, like, three blocks in the downtown area and yeah. hawk their stuff. Like, it's at the fairgrounds in Monterey County. You know, there, there's a thing. Um, but this one, okay, so... Yeah, that, that kind of festival is something that's like, here, come to our region and, yeah. and taste what we have to offer. And, and when you see those fields of produce, you know, think about all the work that's put into that, how long those have been there, how the families have owned them for generations, and they, you yeah. know, just, it, it becomes a big thing, yeah. like, you know, community event exactly yeah and absolutely. It's very family friendly this is family friendly but i don't think that there's a lot that's appealing to the kids other than oh will you buy me this mom or oh can i get this tree or they want to play in the splash event thing yeah with those balls water yeah bucket of, yeah um like boys in the bubbles right so 
So when I'm, I'm looking around at the people down there, and I'm kind of like, okay, so first of all, the wine tasting portion of it. We've explained that this is not what a person looking to actually go out and discover new wines goes. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going here to say, man, what's something new, different, tasty, you know, a big deal. You, you could get the same experience by going to a wine tasting at a supermarket. And we've done that. Mm-hmm. Well, BevMo, but you know, and, but even then, BevMo's got a better, BevMo had a better selection of t- wines in their tasting than they had down there at this event. So, right? But these people are sitting there and they're drinking their wine and I'm, and I'm looking around and I see people from all walks of life. And again, I, I'm not criticizing, everybody should drink wine. Well, not everybody, but you know what I mean. <laughs> anybody can, wine drinking is for anyone. So I'm not saying, oh, this person who is in, into this thing or whatever, they shouldn't be drinking wine. What I'm saying is, everybody was there. And I'm looking at people going, okay, is that person really sitting there tasting this Copper Ridge going, mm, mm, this has got a little I bit of- a little bit of this. It's got kind of a blackberry overtone and maybe some currants. Let me curl my tongue a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's doing that. They're going, oh, I'll drink some of that. How many tastings can I get for the money that I paid and how drunk can I get? Yes. And that's exactly my point. I feel that most of the people there were there to cop a buzz and maybe socialize and then, you know, get out of there. Walk around and shop. Right. So fine. But it kind of makes me sad in a way because... You could buy beer outside of the wine tasting. They had, they had I think your choices Bud were... Bud Light and Coors. Coors Light and Bud Light, I think, were your choices, basically. Yeah. Um, and I swear, they're, they're probably 5 to $7 each, you know. Probably only like 5 But anyway, so you can walk around this street festival drinking beer, cheap beer. Um, but why? You know, yeah. Why? I, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I've se- we've been to that place enough times. We've seen all the vendors. We're not going to see something new yeah. going It used there. to be really good, like, yeah. as far as, like, the different artists yeah, and, and it, people that, like, crafted. And it used to go for, like, five or six yeah. blocks up Santa And now Fe it's Avenue. just, like, all this, like, cheap stuff that you can mm-hmm. get through, like, a trading company, yeah. like, you know. And, and not just that, but then they also got, like, you know, the local HVAC company going... Come on over here. Look what or we can do to upgrade chiropractors. your Yeah, look what we can do to upgrade your home air conditioning. And you know what about this or like come like in the, to our Easy Up where there's shade and we can sell you something. Yeah, would you, would you like to take home a free uh, hard water test kit? Yeah. See how hard your water is, and we can get install a water or softener. Enter now to win a timeshare. Yeah, uh, and then we will continually. Call you and oh, email God. you and send you junk mail, mm-hmm. and and so right so break you. <laughs> yeah, so so the point being is, it's the same stuff all the time, and I'm a sucker for fair food. I like the deep fried stuff. We had some today, or you know you get a sausage or whatever, and great, but you know I could I could go down there, go through the cheap wine tasting that we got at half price, get my free commemorative glass, get some fr- deep fried food. Get an overpriced soda, and go home, and that's what we did. Mm. But I'm lo- sitting there looking at him, going, "What 
drives these people to go out because even if you liked being out there why would you want to pay five bucks a beer or more for you know a, a small glass of Bud Light again and again and again it's like okay fine you want to buy one we bought one overpriced soda each whatever you know, you, you want to buy one overpriced beer so when you're walking down there looking at the vintage, you can sip that beer. Great. But people keep going back and going back and getting more. And it's like, what do I, why do I want to walk around downtown Riverbank catching up lousy buzz off a shitty beer looking at vendors' booth of things that is overpriced or unnecessary? When You could just go to BevMo, get buy, some decent beer yeah. for a less amount of money. And come, and come home, home and sit on the patio and record a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> but even without recording the podcast, I mean, yeah. You know, it's like, are these people out there? Is there a social connection they're looking for? You know, I mean, or I guess if you're like. Maybe they know a, a lot of people and they're like, hey, good to see you. Saw you this morning at church. I was going to say, Riverbank's not that know. big, right? <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, maybe if you're like. A teenager, your early 20s, maybe you see this a social event where you could possibly meet yeah, people. Or go with your friends yeah. and you you might get some spending money and buy something right. neat because you're a kid. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I and I don't maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing the point entirely. If if you have a reason that makes sense of to go there, write us, let us know. Tell us tell us what we're, tell us how tell me how I'm wrong. Because I I don't get it. I really don't. And, I mean, I'm not trying to be down on people saying these people are stupid. They're not stupid. I just don't get it. You know? I literally don't get it. But these people do it year after year after year. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and, and, and again, I want to emphasize, it's just that to me, it doesn't make sense because it's, it's not thematically driven. Like, I've gone to the, the Turlock car show and swap meet year after year after year and you have as well <laughs> um, because we like cars we like to look at the old cars we like to look at all the and old stuff too there's some old vintage stuff out there you know people have been restoring like old gas pumps or little refrigerators or or they have some neat signs wagons and signs yeah that stuff's or neat some really old vinyl well, that that's right it's that's so true. it's so cheap it's like even if it has a scratch or something yep it's yep. kind of cool to just get it anyway yeah so I mean, there's there's a theme there that I can go to, and there's different stuff every year. Some I mean, in some booths, some booths have the same crap every year, like ours. But you know, <laughs> so I get that. I get going to a themed event, but this is just like an unthemed street fair. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all Riverbank has left as an identity, because mm-hmm. they're definitely not the city of action. Bowie's running into my... Is he just laying under the table now? Yeah, he is. Our dog just got off the Um, chair and went to lay under the table. I was going to bring up the amount of security of the event. Right, the amount... And and I don't know if you noticed, but there were people up on some roofs and shit, too. Oh, were there really? Yeah, so... Like, they had easy ups up there, like, to get out of the shade or to get into some mm -hmm. shade because, you know, there was no... You're on the rooftop. Yeah. But, yeah, there were people kind of hanging out up there and watching over. Yeah, I mean, I saw... The first one I saw was I saw Stanislaus County Sheriff Mm -hmm. inside the wine pavilion area 
carrying an assault rifle. Yeah, that thing must have been at least three feet long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, this was a... It, it might have just been a semi-automatic. Yeah, but still, when you see something like that, you're like, what the it's hell? Been, I'm almost positive it would be a semi-automatic because they're not looking to mow down people. They're looking to take out a single person yes. if necessary. Yes. And, and I get it, but if, man. Well, like, I get it because of the gear stuff. And it's yeah. not like that wasn't the first time that something has happened. I mean, right. you think about concerts and, and mm -hmm. other events, but... Um, it definitely it, it kind of, it's kind of weird because when we were eating, right, and I, I was like, oh look at you know the horses because the mm -hmm. deputies were on the horses. Yeah, sheriff deputies on the horses. Then there was a guy that was school. standing right there and he had uh, a rifle, mm -hmm. and the deputies on the horses were trying to get a couple of little kids to come over. Oh right, so they could take a picture. But there was a dude that was standing there with this really big gun. Right. And I was like, are those kids going to be too scared to mm -hmm. walk up and, and uh, you know, just yeah. experience yeah. the fact that, oh, I get to take a picture with these deputies and they're on a big horse. On a big old horse, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's just interesting. It is very interesting. You know, I, it just popped into mind. It reminded me when I went to Mexico on that cruise years ago with my friends from Fresno and that, we were, I don't remember where, we, uh, I think it was in... Puerto Vallarta, because that's where we stayed. That was the longest stopover. We were there till after dark, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, and like the the last bar that we were at was after dark, and it was right on the beach. And uh, you look outside, and there's uh, federal officers walking by with their freaking you know military rifles mm -hmm. because that's Mexico. But now it's Riverbank. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, it's definitely an interesting world we live in. Mm -hmm. And it's it's sad that, I mean, I can appreciate and value that the local law enforcement is stepping up, doing that, and not relying upon some individuals to be crazy vigilantes. They're saying, look, we'll, we're going to do this. We're going to take care of it. You know, we want you to have a good time. And that's cool. That's awesome. Um, but, man, what a... What a a jarring realization to see that yeah you know and it, i you know it made me think i, I just i mean it, it could have been possible for us to go and then you know the kids walk around while we're doing the tasting and mm -hmm. look at things but i still didn't feel comfortable enough no. to even offer that as a an yeah. option yeah, and then they just want to spend all of our money that we didn't really have. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm out of beer. I need to get another one. I'm almost out of beer. Okay, I'll go you get another one. want to take a quick break? Uh, do you want to pause like we did last night? Yeah. All right, pausing. All right, cheers. It's been a while since we had this one. This is... Uh, oh, yeah, the Taddy Porter? Yeah, Samuel Smith's. Mm, yeah. I really like it, you know. It's got a little bit of a smoky right. flavor. You know, and that's a thing that um, has been a discussion. But it's not heavy. Yeah. Like a big beer. We've, 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 had, this, we've had this discussion, and I've had this discussion with some other people. It's like, as much as I love the, the different crazy, like, you know, peanut butter, chocolate stout, or whatever. Yeah. Something um, you can dip a cookie into. Right. <laughs> There's something to be said for a really well-crafted beer of a basic, like this, a Taddy Porter, it's great, you know, or 
Mm-hmm. You know, at any time, beer. Yeah, and and not th- just dessert. I think that's kind of why um, I've been buying a lot of the German beers and the English beers lately because, you know, we go over there get anything from Weisstefaner. Um, like we, the first one we had was the Vitus from them, but we, you know, uh, Polliner is another one. Um, something out of Munich, Hofbrau out of Munich. We had their um, their lager the other night. Yeah, it's good yes. stuff. I like it. So, like I said, there's there's a lot to be said for that. What? Oh no, I. I I posted to our Discord channel, we're recording now, ask us anything. Oh, really? And then I just got, who, what, why, when, where, how. That's no help. So I'm just going to ignore that. Just going to ignore that. Oh, that's weird. So, um, so what else do we want to talk about? I mean, this is drinks and talks. We'll drink, we'll talk, it's no big whoop. Can we talk? (laughs) Nice. Um... There's something I was thinking of, and I can't remember what it was now. Total blank. It happens. Right. So the shed's coming along nicely. Yes, it is. We've got the roof framing 90% done. I still have to get the fish. It's not a she-shed. No. But it's, it's not it's a she-she-er shed. It's not even really a he-shed. It's a. It's where we're putting our shed. It's a, it, it's a shit-shed. It's a yeah, storage shed. <laughs> um, I still have to cut the fronts and backs of the roof joists to make them vertical so I can put the fascia board on it and it's g- yeah oh wait a minute no Charles again you can't be in my that's her on the microphone in case you can't tell <laughs> go to your mom there you go is Bo still oh, he's on his chair yeah his chair well whatever chair he's in is his chair at that moment but um I've got to ex- I've got to put because it's extending out a half a foot on each end you know front and back there of the overhang, so I've got to get that on and framed, and then I can um, roof it from there. Um, and uh, in thinking about that, it's like I said, um, I'm going to go with the solid roofing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've changed my mind back from the corrugated roofing again to go solid because yeah. it's just better. Yep. It makes me think, huh? I think it will look better too. Yeah. But it makes me think, huh, maybe I could uh, put, like, a little skylight in there. I'm like, no, no, just leave it alone, Sid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it'll be about the same as the um, corrugated, so. Yeah. Price-wise is what I mean. Or we can just do the blue tarp, like I was saying. <laughs> no. Blue tarp and bungees. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I don't so think that, that would look no. aesthetically pleasing. Right. Especially when we paint it green. Not the tarp, but the rest of the shed. They just clash. Right. If we want to paint it green. Well, I thought that we decided that. Well, we talked about it. Oh. But remember, I was talking about uh, colors that we would paint our house. Right. And then I think you said something like, so you want that with the green shed? Or something I, like I, that. I, well, okay, I said that mostly to be sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um, because I, it's not really going to make a big difference to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about white on the house, and 
we don't want a white shed because no. that would be blinding to yes. sit near it in the summertime. Right, so there's that, so that's out. Mm-hmm. So two nights in a row podcasting. Yeah. Can you believe it? Look at us. I know. I mean, listen to us. Listen to us, yeah. Listen to us go. We got uh, the, is it the second episode of, yeah, the second episode of the Gothic Rock Song Challenge. Yeah, because we had a discussion. Yeah, we had the introduction to, yeah. then this, the, last night we recorded the song list reveal. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure that I edit them and upload them in the order that they were recorded. So the next episode that our listeners will hear is um, the Goth Rock. And then I'll edit this one, so drop that out a little bit later. You were all crazy saying we're going to get all of those recorded by the end of the month. It's possible. Yeah. They won't be released by the end of the month, just so everybody knows that. Yeah. It, that, that'll, that'll be my um, project of releases till the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. So we were talking, too, about um, having uh, guests come on to possibly... Check, check us on our evaluations of the songs. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad idea. So if you're listening to this and you want to come on the podcast. And have your opinion be heard. Be, yeah, have your opinion heard by the masses. All, how many listeners do we have now? Maybe five or six. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not consistently either, but. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to come on here and tell us. Uh, the, Tell us what we did wrong. This will be after you hear how we vote for the songs. But <laughs> tell us how we voted wrong. Let us know. Um, we can bring you on here. You can sit out here in Studio B with us. Which is, well, I cleaned it up some. This is like a construction zone. Yeah. But yeah, Studio B eventually is going to expand. Under construction. And develop. And someday Studio will be. Studio will be. Studio B will be. Will be. be. Uh, an enclosed sunroom. At least that's that's the current plan. Is that still the plan? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. We're gonna enclosed porch kind of. Yeah, get an enclosed kind of porch thing. going on. Make it into like you know a little sunroom, so we can have have the windows open and the breeze blowing through in in the spring and the fall, and the summer. But we have fans going, and then in the winter you close it up and maybe even get a little space heater going on or something. You know, you never know. Yeah, you right. never know what might happen. Anything could happen. We could win the lottery, and no, no. oh, I can't win the lottery because I don't play. Oh, you got to well, play the I mean, lottery to win. But if you started to play, you could. Oh, well, okay. Well, yes, you're correct. Yeah. But what I was trying to say was, we could win the lottery and just say fuck this shit. We're moving to. Washington? I don't know. Do you think we'd really do that if we hit the lottery? It depends on how much. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like how much money are we talking? Um, <laughs> we would have to net... $350 million. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I think if... I won the Powerball. I think that if you and I were to win free and clear, like... Four million dollars, maybe five. Like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like after taxes, that's like after we've done any taxes, get the full payout, and we have that much money. I think that within a year, we could have ourselves set up so neither of us would have to work for the rest of our lives. 
and have our house paid off. Yeah, we or we could just sell it and move, like you said, where we want to move. Washington. I would live in Washington. Mm -hmm. I really would. Yeah, me too. So, maybe not like Spokane, Spokane, Washington, where it's it gets Spokane. like snowy and icy. Yeah. Yeah, it snows a bit over there. Seattle kind of does for about a month get mm -hmm. kind of icy from this what I've heard from people who have lived there. Yeah. But other than that, it's just, you know, cold and rainy, which I'm okay with that. It didn't rain on us at all the last time we were up in the Pacific Northwest, did it? No, hold on. Did it? It it got it was moist. I remember it being it being cold and kind of wet-ish. But did it Maybe it had rained rain. like right before we got there or something. Yeah. Because that was November last year, wasn't it? October. October? Yes. So a year ago now. Yeah. Hmm. Just about. Yeah. I don't remember the specific dates that we went. Wait, 18th or 19th May? Or maybe it was a Maybe. I, 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 don't I, I honestly I don't I know. I know it was like right before Halloween. Okay. Okay. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> now we're crossing over in the last night's episode. Halloween. Did um, did you announce your new hairstyle on the podcast last night? No. <laughs> we should. You should tell everybody to announce your 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 new hairstyle. My glorious. My new hairstyle is the R two D two. Is the R two D two beanie. <laughs> My my glorious and beautiful, uh, amazing co-host. Charlie, he's talking about you. I'm not talking about the dogs. Um, <laughs> okay. Has changed her hairstyle. Uh, for a lack of hairstyle. What's it, sure, it's a hairstyle. It's, it, it's, a, it's a style. Yeah. It, it's a look. Right. Right. I think that's what they say. Those darn kids. I don't know what the kids say anymore. I've stopped trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'll hear somebody say something. I'm like, I don't know what that means. You know? And what's what's crazy is the people that I work with that will say things that, like, are younger phrases because, like, maybe their kids are saying it or whatever. And I'm just like, huh? What? Yeah, no clue. Yeah. I, it's also kind of fun. We're getting sidetracked. I'm, I'm getting back to your hair shortly, but... <laughs> it's so funny when people will say, it's like, oh, yeah, you know that musician, blah, blah, name someone? I'm like, no. Yeah, they did the song, whatever. I'm like, nope, huh? don't know that one. Like, they play it on the radio all the time. I don't listen to the radio. Or or the other one is like, oh, on this TV show. Oh, Sid, I know you don't watch TV, but this TV show, um, the actor that plays this one character, he's really good. Well, who is it? And they'll say his name. I'm like, I don't, I've never heard that name. Oh, he, you would have seen him in this one movie. Didn't see that movie. <laughs> oh, well, he was also in this other TV show. Didn't watch it. You know? And You're just one of them dudes. It's so funny, too, to look at people. They get stumped. They get stumped and they get confused because. Who are you? <laughs> they're just not used to somebody saying, I don't know who that is. I have no you know, connection or knowledge of who that is. And they're like, the entire world knows that these people are so-and-so. And, and it's like, not the entire not world, <laughs> only a portion, a majority portion, but just a portion of the Western world, you know? Because really, do you think that anybody 
say in Nepal knows who uh, I'm trying to draw a random celebrity's name out of my head that's current celebrity. A and current celebrity? Yeah. Uh, um, current celebrity. I don't know. From, See, that's that someone in Nepal might have heard of or not no, heard, no, no, no. Have heard of. No, 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 no. I just need a name of a current celebrity that's on TV or in a movie that's popular right now here um, in the United States. Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay, and who is that? Diana Ross's daughter. She's also an actress, and she plays in Blackish and okay. Grownish and Mixedish. Okay, so my point being, Ish. what was her name again? Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay, do you think most people in, or anybody for that matter, maybe somebody, but do you think most people in Nepal know who she is? No. Okay, but the thing is, you could say, Diana Ross's daughter, and there probably is a chance. Yeah, there's a chance that, that some of them have heard of Diana. Diana Ross. Ross, yeah. So I'm talking about somebody that doesn't have that kind of connection. Yeah. And and it's just like, I'm like that person in Nepal. Is my point. I, I just don't have a, a connection back to this <laughs> to the celebrityism, right? Yeah. You know. Um, oh God, who is it? Okay. Guy that works with me, he's down in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, relatively new hire, but I've worked with him before years ago. We don't usually do names here. Are you talking about the one with the candy? No, 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 no. Oh, here. no, okay. No, new, newly hired okay. to, uh, to the company. Okay. So, I worked with them years ago at, at Tom's Nice Engineers. <gasps> it doesn't matter. That company does not around anymore. <gasps> Big reveal. The company's not Price. around anymore. Um, anyway, he, he's a musician. And uh, some, sometimes we'll talk shop talk about music, guitars, whatever. And he said, he comes and goes, hey Sid, you ever, uh, you ever mess with those loop samplers? I'm like, you know, they seem really cool. And I'd like to. I just don't know that I would have the knack to do it. You know what they are? It, it's a pedal, right? Like you, you get it in record mode. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like most of the time, the guys I see, you know, so they strum out a rhythm and then they click on the loop, and then, and then it, just it, cl- and it just repeats that same yeah. rhythm over and over. And then they can play other things over top of it. Yep. So you can accompany yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, he goes, there's this guy, um, and, and he went through the whole thing trying to remember his name. And he goes, but uh, he was messing with this because I just thought it was really cool what he did. And it was a name that I've heard before. I couldn't tell you the name of any song that he's ever done. But Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran? Oh, him? With, is it Sheeran? Sheeran. Yeah. He's, he's English or Irish or something, he, isn't he's he? A, he's a ginger. Yeah, very much so. But is English or Irish or something like that? Anyway, Probably Irish. I think he's Irish. So. With the last name of Sheeran. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. So anyway, so he shows me this video of him. And I mean, I'll be honest, it was very cool what he did. Not my style of music by any means. But, uh, yeah, it's like the whole video is like he comes in and he starts up. You, you know, he tells the, the guy on the soundboard, he's like, okay, yeah, blah, 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 this. You know, let's get a recording. And so he says, oh, we're, we're rolling, you know. And so he starts, uh, he starts actually with a, like, he was doing like a little vocal sound loop. Or no, no, he did the acoustic loop first. He had his acoustic. He strummed into the loop. Got the loop going to that, and then he added a couple things to it with, you know, like some accents either on his guitar or with his voice. And then once he got, like he went, 
he went through it like four times, establishing his loop, and then that went on playback. And he did. It was like a seven-minute flipping song that he went off just doing his thing, playing his guitar and singing and doing all the stuff over. And then when he got done, he was like, click, and he, you know, you see him hit the the loop pedal to stop it. Takes off his guitar, puts it in the case, locks it up, and walks out of the studio, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And it was it was really neat, but it was like one of those things where I'm like, because that was the point. Is at the beginning when when this guy asked me, he goes, "Oh, have you heard that song? It's by I can't remember his name. You know, one guy he's a redhead." <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, no uh Danny Bonaducci." <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, I'm like, I don't know. He goes, Ronnie Howard. He goes, yeah, right? <laughs> well, not anymore. Does Ron Howard even have any hair anymore? Oh, that's why I said Ronnie, because when he was little, he went by Ronnie. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so it's like, and, and he went around and he goes, it's, uh, oh, his name will come to me in a minute. He goes, he's really popular with, with the, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's really popular. So, anyway, so get the back to the subject. What do you and Ron Howard have in common? <laughs> Y'all ain't got hair. To be fair, you've got more hair in your head than Ron Howard does. Okay. Ouch. Full disclosure, she shaved her head. She took the clippers, she shaved it. Bzz, boom. Like military induction going. Shane O'Connor ain't got nothing on this. Right? Sure. So, but tell us why you did it. Sigourney Weaver ain't got nothing with this or something. Oh, know. that's right. What, what? <laughs> she shaved her head for someone. One of the Alien movies, wasn't it? Might have been. Mm. Probably. I don't know. The first Alien movie I saw Aliens. like two or three times. Aliens I've seen once. Alien 3 I saw once and didn't even pay that much attention to it because it was pretty bad. And then Alien 4 I was like, wait, what? And in fact, I saw Alien... Well, I think it was called Alien... Resurrection or mm -hmm. something. I saw that before I saw Alien Three, because Alien Three has nothing to do with the continuity, really. So, but um, yeah. So solidarity. Are you gonna explain the, the solidarity reason why you shaved your head? Um, no, I figured you would. I've been re really dominating this conversation. I would like you to say some things while I pour this beer. <laughs> Uh, I decided that uh, I was going to shave my head because my grandma has cancer for the second time in her life. And the first time that she had cancer, I, I think I was too chicken shit to do something like this and mm -hmm. worried about what other people thought of me. Right. So now I figured I'll be bald with it. There you go. When did she start her chemo? This week. This week, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So solidarity. Dink. All right. Also, Charlie's breath. Oh, smells like a sewer. Really? Yes. Why do little dogs' breath get like that? I don't know. Bowie doesn't have bad breath. Well, he eats all kinds of crap. Yeah, but he's very, very young. Have you seen how white his teeth are? That's true. We really do need to get her in for... Um, a deep cleaning. Where they, where they put her out. Yeah, they put her out and they, they clean, yeah. seriously. Yep. So I think that... They're also going to... Well, you know what they're going to say, too. They're going to say that she needs to have some sort of other surgery to right. help... Yeah, and I'm going to say, well, you know, we'll think about that later. Just clean what yeah. you can now. Yeah, because we don't have the money. Right. 
right away. Exactly. So for something like that. Now we got all serious. We're talking about cancer and dog teeth. And surgeries. Surgeries and money. <laughs> Life. The universe. And everything. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody asked me online the other day on, on Discord. They said, uh, is the 42 in your screen name the answer? <laughs> and I'm like, it most definitely is. And, uh, and they said, okay, well, that's cool. I'll put on my peril-sensitive sunglasses. I said, yeah, the Jujanta 200 Super Chromatics are the only way to go. <laughs> and then he goes, do you know where your towel is? I go, yes. And in fact, on May 25th, it's with me in my backpack every year. And they're like, that's, that's the international towel. I go, yes, international towel day. I make sure I bring my small black uh, hand towel. Well, it's bigger than a hand towel, but it's not a full bath towel. Yeah. What do you call a towel that size? Is there a name for it? A hair towel. Is that really what it's called or is it just what you call it? That's what I call it. Oh, he's dreaming again. Oh, he's dreaming again. He did this last night. That's funny. Yeah. Do you need your hair towels anymore? Can I use them as cleaning rags around the house now? They're, they're green? I don't know. I'm just making a joke. So, hair, yeah. Because the shaved head and hair towels. Yeah. So. so how long are you going to keep it like this? What do you think? I'm just, I'm going to let my hair grow. Oh. You're not going to keep it shaved down? No. Oh. Because it looks good. It does? you got a good shape to your head. Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm very sure about that. I remember, like I told you, I'm always afraid, like, if I shave my head, it'd be, like, you know, these weird lumps that a phrenologist would, like, have a field day with. Mm. You know what a phrenologist is, don't you? A phrenologist? Yes, phrenologist. Isn't that, like, uh, the... Is that reading the scalp? Well, like the, the, the yes. I don't know how to put it into words. A phrenologist. Like trails yeah. on your scalp well, or something. Not really like trails, that? but bumps. Yeah. And what okay. It, okay. Here's here's what it is. Phrenology. We'll, we'll make this like our closing topic because we're getting up on a good time limit here. But so phrenology, and I don't remember when it got started. I could probably bring up the Wikipedia article, but it, it the point is I know this stuff. Phrenology was the study of the shape of the skull and how it related to personality traits. The idea behind it was that it was believed that different parts of the brain controlled certain personality traits. So like this part of your brain was where you got angry and this part of your brain is where you were happy and this part of your brain was where you were um, sociable or, or whatever, right? Different, different mm -hmm. traits. Um, but it was also believed that, one, the dominant personality traits that you had meant that those parts of your brains were grown larger than other parts of your brain. So like if you were a very sociable person, say, for example. Did you just hear what you said, though? Those parts of your brains? Okay. No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> those parts of your brains. Right. But those parts of the brain would be growing larger. So if you were a very sociable person, like got along well with others, uh, and were not very angry, that would mean that the part of your brain that controlled, you know, good social behavior was larger, grown larger than the part of your brain that controlled anger. Not controlled, but like that's where anger was processed or whatever. I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but but not just that those parts were larger, but like larger as in bulging. Like if you had the brain sitting there, you would see this lump here for, you know, 
you know, angry and this part here or whatever. But it went so far as to say that. So what would a phrenologist say about well, the elephant on. man? Let me finish what I'm saying. The belief was not only that those parts of your brain grew larger physically, but that it would cause that part of your brain, skull rather, that part of your skull, to bulge. So you would have like a, a lumpy part, not lumpy like as in, you know, gravy, lumpy gravy or whatever, but... <laughs> okay, Frank Zappa. Right. But like, like, a, like a, a bulge, like a, a, a high spot here the side of your skull that had to do with this part of your personality you know and this you know this bump or even like a divot or like a little valley over there might mean a, a shortage in this other trait now it's complete nonsense while yes different emotional states will trigger in different parts of the brain different processes do kind of have sections of the brain that they work in they're not cut and dried it's not a discrete area that is like okay from this point to this point is where this happens. You know, it's more of a general area where these things happen. So that's the first thing that, while it's based on a semi-correct premise, it's not 100% correct. But if you're like me, a talkative person, it doesn't mean the speech center of your brain is larger. The, 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 the personality trait that comes out has nothing to do with the size of that portion of your brain. And even if it did, even if that part was true, which it's not, there's no way that the soft tissue of your brain could cause a deformation in the skull so noticeable that you could feel that lump on the outside. So, it's all nonsense. 100% nonsense. But it's funny, and also that makes me think, um, there is a famous phrenology uh, picture where it's like a side view of a human um, head mm -hmm. and it's got like little dotted lines and little sections going out right that um, oh, how do I get to home here um, that it's what the um, phrenologist would use originally I'm, I'm looking online on my phone right now to show you the picture because if I show you the picture you're going to say, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, I know what I did wrong. Was it like a topography of a, of a brain? I mean, not a brain, but a... a kind of. Here, let me... Let me just... All right. Here's the phrenology Wikipedia article. Why are there no pictures? Oh, right there. Okay. See that? You've seen those pictures before, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. And that's what it is. It's saying, you know... Like here, if there is a protrusion in section 12 there, then you go down here, you would, 12 is cautiousness, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So if you got a lump, that would be um, behind and above your right ear, just starting around towards the back. Yeah, if there's a, a bump there, then you're, that's cautiousness. And like just a little, if you were to go straight back towards the ear from there, uh, seven secretiveness and then like direct the area directly behind the ear taping around the base of the skull that's alimentiveness I don't even know what that meant, means and then below that like it looks like just below the base of the skull what is that one 
amativeness. There's a, okay, there's some big words here. I'll read you the sections as best I can. One, amativeness. Two, philoprogenitiveness. Three, concentrativeness. Oh, okay. Three A, inhabitiveness. Four, adhesiveness. <laughs> so sticky. If you're sticky, I guess. All right. Um, Cohesiveness. Right. Five, combativeness. Apprehensiveness. Six, destructiveness. Six A, alimentiveness. Seven, secretiveness. Eight. Habitualnessness. No. Eight, acquisitiveness. <laughs> Nine, constructiveness. Mm -hmm. Ten, self-esteem. Exhibitionistness. No. <laughs> that's the thing is they drop the nest now. At oh. ten, at ten it's self-esteem. Eleven, love of approbation. Twelve, cautiousness. Sorry, there was another ness in there. Thirteen, benevolence. Fourteen, veneration. Fifteen, firmness. Sixteen, conscien conscientiousness. <laughs> Seventeen, hope. 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 Mm. 18, wonder. 19, ideality. 19A, not determined. They know it's a space, but they know it's not determined. That's ridiculous. 20, wit. 21, imitation. 22, individuality. 23, form. 24, mm, size. Palm reading or something. 25, it is. 25, weight. 26, coloring. 27, locality. 28, number. 29, order. Okay, 30. Can we just stop? Eventuality. How many are there? 35. Okay. 31. Time. <laughs> 32. Tune. 33. Language. 34. Comparison. 35. Causality. Like, I don't even get that. But there's a note here at the bottom that says, some raise the number of organs to 43. I mean, they're not even a consensus on this nonsense. Us. Nonsensiveness. <laughs> Nonsensivity. Inclusivity. Right. Exclusivity. So, right. University. Are you, is there a, are you quoting something? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, what did we learn today? That I don't think we're ever going to be going back to the tasting at the cheese and wine exhibition. Yeah, there's, that's true. Exhibition. It, Exposition. Expo oh, that's the other thing. Let's let's wrap it up with this. So exhibitionists. So people, people like I always hear people say, "Oh, you go to wine and cheese. You go to the Riverbank Wine and Cheese." First of all, it's not the wine and cheese. It's, it's cheese, cheese and, wine. and wine. And we called it the cheese and wine. Well, people call it the wine and cheese festival. It's not a festival. It's always been the cheese and wine exposition. Yes. And on Not the disposition. Right. On the signs today, it still said cheese and wine exposition, but our glasses said cheese and wine festival. What? 2019. The fuck. Also? Yeah. Also, also? I couldn't, I don't remember if it had the city lo or, uh, logo motto thing on it like it usually does. No, it didn't. It, it said Riverbank and cheese and wine. And it did say established in. 1920 something or whatever oh the city yeah. well yeah the city uh symbol the logo shows uh, the year we were uh, incorporated which yeah it was like right. 29 20 or 29 i don't know yeah maybe i don't something know like 
But yeah. either way, it's like, I don't know. They said Save Mart on the other yeah, side. Yeah, woo, girl. Because, you know, Watch I, out. Well, I'm sure the Save Mart. I want people to know that I have a Save Mart wine glass. Right. Well, there is a Save Mart in Riverbank, so. You know what I thought about? No. I could post those on eBay for probably $25 a piece because they are a limited edition collector's item. Okay. <laughs> I mean, really, I got nothing to say about that. I'm yeah, like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, so we learned we're not going back to cheese and wine. Well, we might for like maybe food and shopping. Maybe. Yeah, but then again, we know how that goes. Um, yeah. We learned about phrenology. We learned that I don't know shit when it comes to current celebrities, music, or TV shows. At least in the popular culture. And even even so, also, I'm a bad geek. Like, I'm all part of, like, geek culture, whatever, play RPGs and, and you know, board games and that. But I'm still a bad geek, you know. All, all the geeks that, like, when they meet me and they're like, oh, you used to play Dungeons and Dragons or you still play RPGs and that? Because I don't play Dungeons and Dragons anymore, but still... I play Savage World System, but the point being, I'm into that, you know, and I used to play Magic the Gathering, and I way got this massive collection of board games and all that, and p these people that talk to me, they find out, oh, you're a geek, and then they think, oh, yeah, do you remember the blah, 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 and they'll make some comment, like, from a Doctor Who episode, and I'm like, what doctor was that? Yeah. And they'll say some name of a doctor. And you're like, what doctor was that? Was not one of the first five <laughs> doctors. Yeah, they have to say it was doctor number seven or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, is this? Like, I like some stuff, but was I was this the one before everything. Tom Baker? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, this is from the new one. Don't you watch it? No. Oh, you have to watch it. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't have to. Uh, another one. Like there, if if we absolutely had to watch everything that was considered to be in the geek universe. Oh my God! I wouldn't have time to do it. No, anything. we. Wouldn't. I don't know how people keep up. Mm -hmm. Um, the other one that that comes up a lot is Star Trek. Like, I watched all of the original series in syndication. I watched them when I was a kid, and I loved them when I was a kid. There's probably episodes from that that I haven't yeah, seen. Like the but original and like Next Generation. Well, no, no, I'm talking about the original series. No, I know, with, but I said the original and then the Next well, Generation. But I was like the ones that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is okay. So the original series, yeah. I haven't. There's probably some episodes that I haven't seen, even though it only ran for three seasons, because not all of them go to syndication, and I don't own like the DVDs or anything that has all the episodes. But I liked it. It was good, especially considering the time they came out with. Mm -hmm. And the ideas and yeah. the creativity. And Star Trek Next Generation, when it first came out, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I would catch the reruns. Um, I know I have not seen all of the episodes of that. I, mm -hmm. Even though I did like it, and I, I really enjoyed the characters and the stories and all that stuff. And then there was Deep Space Nine, and I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like Voyager. I didn't yeah. like... Um, I couldn't get into Deep Space Nine because, to me, it was like... There's, the, the whole there was another one, wasn't The there? fun part of... Star Trek to me was how they went to different places and did different things. But Deep Space Nine was always there at the place. Mm -hmm. And so it just, and again, it's, I'm sure it's well written. I'm sure it's just as good as the, because the, it was, it ran contemporaneously with Next Generation. So I'm sure that it was just as good with the directing and the writing and all that stuff. 
just not my thing. Yeah. So I don't watch it. And I'm told, oh, it's way better. You got to watch it, whatever. Now, a lot of people did not like Voyager. I liked it mostly. I didn't see every episode by any means. The premise was a little whatever, but I thought it was fun. And um, I did like that. I, I did like that they had, uh, what's her name, is the Captain Janeway. I can't remember the actress's name. Um, but, you know, good for her, for, or good for them for putting her as the captain, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, are you trying to pull the name? I don't know. Kate Mulgrew or something Kate like Mulgrew. That, that sounds like right. That? Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So She so was in Throw Mama from the Train. She was. She was the... the the wife, of, the ex-wife of Billy Crystal's character, or something. Like that. Oh, right, She's right. The author, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so or that another w- author. That was cool, but but again, it wasn't, and it wasn't as well written or directed as Next Generation, but I enjoyed it because they were going places. They were they were lost out there. They were way out in the wrong place and and trying to get back home. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, I never watched Enterprise. Was it Enterprise? That was yeah. That Enterprise. was Scott Bakula, wasn't it? Didn't he? Because that was supposed to be like the early days of the Federation or something, and I don't think he did very well. Wasn't Scott Bakula and Quantum Leap? Yeah, the guy from Quantum yeah. Leap. Yeah, I thought he was the main guy from yeah. Enterprise, and then there was um, Star Trek Discovery rings a bell. I think there's an. I don't know. Again, they that, also had some movies though. Well, yeah, so I'm not talking about the movies right now. Those were just with the title though. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know. Um, I'm a, my point being is I'm not a good geek because I don't yeah. follow everything yeah. and, I, and, and it's not because I think it's dumb or I hate it or whatever it's just I don't have time I, and, and the time that I do have I would rather do other things I would rather do my things over here you know yeah, I don't have time to do everything that I mm-hmm. like in the world oh yeah we'd have to win the lottery for me to be able to do that so that we could hire people to do like the other responsibilities so yeah. that we could do. Come in here and clean this house. More fun And things. make us some dinner. And um, bathe our dogs. Bathe the dogs and make sure the kids are fed. And um, we're going to be back here. Um, mow the lawns. With our, right. Mow the lawns, water the garden. We're going to be back here. Well, you know what, though? Think about <laughs> that, though. If we had somebody that could, we, if we could pay somebody to do all those things, think about this. Would we? I wouldn't immediately be like, I could spend all my time playing all these board games. Oh no, you'd get I would, sick of it. Well, I don't know if I'd get sick of it, well, but I, I, mean, I would definitely do that. But also, I'd be like, you get bored. <laughs> I'd, also, I'd be like, oh, now we've got all this time to do all kinds of like projects with canning foods and fermenting and mm-hmm. and getting into that sort of a thing. Totally doing that, yeah. you know, because I love that. I love that so much. Being creative. That's one way of being creative. Yeah, is uh, making foods. And different stuff like that. This podcast too is like a big thing for me, creative wise. Creativity, what I can't talk. Creative creativityness. Creativityness. Yeah. This creative wise, this podcast thing for me, and it's not. We're not going for creativity. Quali- we, we don't. We're not going for quantity because <laughs> obviously we don't have a regular release schedule. And I, though I'd like to say we're going for quality over quantity. I mean, come on, how much time do I put into editing and, and processing these after we record it? Eh. But I guarantee you that if I had, like, all the time in the world, you bet I would. Oh, look at that. It's dying because I sprayed. Can you smack it with your shoe or something? Not though? from here. 
Oh, it just dropped. Yeah, because it's dying. I hope so. I'm sure it is. I sprayed for bugs today, and so there's bugs coming out dying. Freaking me out, man. It's still crawling. All right. Well, we need to wrap this up. Okay. So do you want to add anything else to uh, what we talked about today or, or share anything with the listeners? I guess since you did it last night, I'll do the contact information tonight. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us. We have an email, you know, modern stuff, email. It's uh, Sid versus Coco 11 at gmail.com. That's S-Y-D-V-S-C-O-C-O-1-1 at gmail.com. Cut that off. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <coughs> I didn't want to throw the dog. I'll cut all this out here. <laughs> I'll do because uh, I got the email address out. Then I'll, I'll I'll pause and I'll click back in right here. Uh, you can also find us on Discord. I don't know how to tell you a link to go to Discord, but look for Discord. Discord. Sid versus Coco on Discord. We have our own channel, uh, uh, our own server rather, and within there we have channels for talking. In general, talking about gaming, talking about the podcast, all three segments of it. Um, join us there and talk with us because why not? Um, why not? Why not? We are also on MeWe or Mew, Mew, if you prefer to call it that. Um, we're Sid versus Coco there. Um, it's really dead there right now because that platform, though it's pretty popular with some groups, like, it was the landing spot for a lot of the G-plus groups when Google Plus shut down. Um, but it's still just not as widespread. But it, it actually is a pretty damn good platform. Um, a lot of stuff on there. So, But come there. You can check, it us, check us out there. You can talk with us there. Ask us questions. Tell us uh, everything that you hate about us. And, or not. Uh, or not. Because um, that would be rude. I, you know, I, I guess I could give the URL for the podcast. It's Podbean. No, I'm sorry. It's Sid versus Coco.podbean.com. But if you're listening to this, you already know that, I'm guessing. But I do put up the show notes there where I try to summarize what we talked about, which basically means on my final listen through the edit, I take notes of what we talk about and put them down. Um, Sid, note to yourself cut this out in post processing, but put a link to the phrenology article on Wikipedia. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, education and stuff. Also, if anybody has any suggestions about the best thing to use as far as like a chapstick or a healing ointment on your lips, holla at a girl because I'm hurting over here. You're, you're soliciting uh, chapstick advice on the podcast? I, I need to know. Don't you have chapstick? I mean, I do. And the best thing I've found mm-hmm. in all the years has basically been Carmex. Yeah. But I'm hoping that there's something else. Why? Because I'm not getting as much... Um, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not getting... It's, it's like the, the formula of Carmex is different mm. than what I remember it being. Well, I'm sure we got some bag bomber in here. I don't know if I want to use that on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> it works to keep cow teats from getting frostbite. Yeah, and I'm also not a nursing mother. Right. So... Yeah. It's good for tattoos. I Yeah, but I don't have a new tattoo to, oh, to take care of. All right. Well, we're uh, well into plenty of raw footage here, so I guess raw. we should wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up.